I'm CG England. I'm Natalie Stout. Welcome to the Roommates Podcast, where we talk about being local business owners, small town life, and saying yes to new adventures. So we're back for episode three of our roommates podcast. I'm CG England with my roommate, Natalie Stout. <laughs> Love it. So um, we, we're having a lot of fun doing these um, episodes. And like I said, we're, we're going to tell you what we're doing, but it's so important to know our why, our how, our who. And where we've been. Where we've been. Yeah. yeah. So important. So this episode is how to stay successful and you have done a great job at this, and you've always been a mentor in my business because your business is 10, mine is 8. So I've always kind of came to you for advice and wisdom. And as a small business owner, you have to always be growing. You have to always be evolving, and you mm-hmm. have to be open-minded, and you've yes. got to pivot. Amen. You've yes. got to pivot. Um, yes, you do. And and that's the thing I feel like. Um, I feel like we've helped each other there. You know, you talk about me being a mentor, you as well, because you've always helped me be open-minded because I've never, you know, that's the part about being a small town girl and you right. never get out of a small town. You kind of keep that narrow mindset on things. Not even on purpose. Not on purpose at yeah. all. And you like have always had this love for everyone and this open mindset and let yeah. me, you know, let me take you in. You yes. Know, and, and like if you're different than me, I'm drawn to you. Exactly. And well, some people are scared of differences. Yeah, I used to be. I used to be scared of differences. I sure. think our friendship helped me. That's awesome. Be more open to that. Yeah. And so and, and and pivoting and the and the change and evolving and that again, like we, you know, ten years in real estate business. 2012 market completely different from 2015 market 2015 market to 2020 market huge difference so we're always having to change in the housing market I'm always always having to learn the new you know is it a seller's market is it a buyer's market and what What, does that mean what does that mean and values change you know everything goes up in price or you know and, you know, we don't ever lose value. You know, everybody's like, oh, the market's going to tank. The market's going to tank because, you know, we're um, sure. quote unquote on a recession sure. or on the verge of one. But it's it, it, people still have to move and they have to live. And yes. it's just assessing what to do to stay ahead of the game, yes. you know, to stay ahead of your competition, which and I say competition. But I, here's a big thing, too. I mean, you've talked about this before in life. You're your own competition. Every day. Like, yeah. I just need to wake up being better than Natalie was yesterday. Absolutely. Which isn't really hard most days. You know? <laughs> like, you're, you're going to be better today, Natalie. You are going to be better. There's a, a special needs athlete, Chris Nikic, I believe is his name, and mm-hmm. his whole platform is 1% better. Oh, he wants like to be 1% better yeah. than he was yesterday. Yeah. Um, Gary Keller, um, who is one of the owner of Keller Williams, wrote a book called The One Thing. And it was the one thing you could do every day. Like you could pick one thing. Just one little thing. To help. And, and I think that's it. It's like start small mm-hmm. and do it. Yeah. Like just one thing, you know. It's yes. like, okay, if I need to be, you know, creating a, a, a podcast, if I need to be creating content, if I need – everything can overwhelm you. Yeah. And, and we, let's talk about overwhelming for a minute. CG yes. and me are totally different in this aspect as well. <laughs> 
Um, I don't get overwhelmed and anxiety like CG does. Good Lord, I do. Yeah. I do. And and sometimes when I tell people that, they're like, you know. Oh, her. It's bad. Yes. You know it. My husband knows it. Bridget knows it. Yeah. If you're you're like a close friend and been a a longtime friend of mine, I get very overwhelmed. And I love change. And to Mm -hmm. me, change is growth. But change is so scary as to where you, you're just like, Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. No fear. And I used to be really bad with change, but I had to get used to change to be successful. Yeah. I had to. There was no option. And that is the one thing that I feel like you have to do um, in order to... In order to get to the next level of whatever it is you're wanting to do, yeah, you have to be open to change. You and, have to. And it's just like, even if slowing down is what you want to do, like say, hey, you know, you've been selling real estate, selling clothes for 20 years. Let's mm-hmm. go down that rabbit hole, however long that is. You know, you go, I want to step back a little bit. You got to take the steps to slow down a little bit. Like yeah. take, you've got to take little baby steps to do it, yeah. um, especially when you're real goal-oriented and you're successful. Or if you're wanting to take it to the next level, yeah. you got to just take those little bits and pieces. Yeah. And I think that's it. And we're so hard on ourselves. And the worst thing is that social media now is the reason we're so hard on ourselves. We see everyone's highlight reel. Oh, that's Michael saying, the highlight reel. The highlight reel. You don't post your failures, you post no. your successes. And you know, over and over again, this might be my new thing. Man, if I wasn't in business in a small town, probably would be like, have started something like, like this is just, you know, unedited my life. Real and raw. Real and raw. Yeah. I mean, but because... Again, it, it, it's it, you can get overwhelmed when you look at someone who has an Instagram following of a hundred thousand people or a real estate agent. Even me now, like I look at people like Sabrina Braswell, who is four and a half years in the business, reminds me a whole lot of myself yeah. when I was four and a half years in the business, throwing up like ten and twelve contracts a week, and I'm like, how are you doing this? It's incredible. You know, it's incredible. Yeah, and it's like, you know little things you mm-hmm. know it's like a little I just I try to pick her brain a little bit here and there I'm like so tell me this so right. tell me this um and I think that's it too it's not only do you do you have to change and to and grow but you also have to ask a lot of questions oh my gosh another I wish I had a bell to ring secret to life ask questions, ask questions. And, and I think that's it we get wrapped up in the like I don't see things I for the longest time And one of my best friends, Scott Wagner, and me, like, I had to realize back, like, I don't know, four or five years ago, like, I wanted to butt heads with him, like, every time, like, we talked about something in business, because I was like, Scott, like, you know. You disagree. Yeah. But I had to realize not everybody thinks how I think about business. And that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. And also, I have learned this. The definition of growth isn't always more. Mm-mm-mm. Like I when I first started my business, like I need more, I need bigger, I need more, more, more. That's growth. Mm-mm. But over the past eight years, I have downsized in space. Mm-hmm. And now I'm back, I've increased in space. Um, but location matters. Location is growth. Um, the, the building that you're in, the way you can lay out your product, you may have a smaller space, but you can have more inventory. Mm-hmm. 
um, Instagram, social media, um, doing a podcast, like there are people today in the Upper Cumberland who've never heard of CG's Boutique, and it's been there for eight years. It's so crazy. And, and the same with a realty same firm. The realty there firm. really is still people 10 years in the business who are like, Maybe oh, they yeah. haven't sold or bought a house in the past 10 oh, years, so they don't yeah. know who you are and what you do. Yeah. Part of your job as a successful business owner is to educate people. Yes. And, and, and to be inquisitive as well. You know, you talk, educate your own, yourself yes. as to, you know, asking questions like, you know, and, and being accepting of others. Again, yeah. that's that's a huge trait you've always you've always had as being accepting of people. And I, I have too, but, you know, just really opening your mind to new cultures and new people's way of thinking because mm-hmm. you never know, like, how you could help them or they could help you. Right. So by just one word. Yes. And, you know, and it's like, I always, I you've, love those little things. You've always said word of mouth is the best advertisement. Like, it's not a radio ad. It's not a billboard. It's a referral. It or is my word business. of mouth. And it's uh, mine, too. A hundred percent of my business is repeat and referral business which and that just warms my heart and that is growth that is growth that is growth that you get to the point to where your product or your service speaks for itself yes and and so that's I'm super proud of that and I feel like in order to grow and to be successful you have to be evolving with location Mm -hmm. with and scary things. And it's yeah. just so scary. Yeah. It's like when you were moving, you know, you were like, oh my gosh, can I do this? Yeah. Like you took us to this old rundown building and we're like, can you see it? And I was like, absolutely. And I, can I see need it. people to say, do it. Yeah. I, I need, think we all do. I need people to say yes. Yes. And you have those people and yeah. you know, we all have those people and, and, and that's what makes us successful as well. Success never happens with one person. No. Yeah. Yeah, no one is no self-made. One is self-made. No one is self-made. And let me tell you, let me go a step further on that. We all have different starting points. Mm-hmm. You know, people want to be like, oh, get a job or you can open a business. Well, you know what? We didn't all start at the same starting line. Mm-mm. We didn't all grow up in a great home with um, supportive parents and financially supportive, emotionally supportive. Um, you know, we are in Cookville. I feel like... I feel like personally, CGs and the exceptional being, which we haven't even talked about, those two things are successful because of our community yeah. and because of where we are. Yeah. So, well, and that kind of goes into growth. Talking a little bit about the exceptional being, it's like you have CGs, you have this boutique. You and Michael are at this point in life when, you know, y'all know you're, you're not having kids. You've mm-hmm. got your business up and running. Michael's in his secure job that he's been in for years. But something's stirring inside you guys. Yes. I mean, something. And now, like, every time I talk about it now, I'm like, holy cow, we really did that. I know. And by we, I mean the community. Oh, absolutely. I don't mean, and I tell people this, like, CG and Michael England are not the owners of The Exceptional Bean. We are the founders. Yes. And we are, we get to shepherd The Exceptional Bean. Yeah. And it's so freaking cool. It's so cool. So if you don't know what The Exceptional Bean is, it's a nonprofit coffee shop that employs individuals with disabilities and special needs. Had this vision. I did my due diligence of research for the exceptional bean. I called up your old pal Ashley Swan, yes. who does who did Heart of the City Playground, who currently does Food to the Rescue. Mm-hmm. 
Becky Davidson with Rising Above because I own a clothing store. I want to help people with disabilities and special needs. Mm-hmm. I know nothing about that. I know nothing mm-hmm. about the nonprofit world. I know nothing about coffee. Yes. What did I do? I asked for help. Ask questions. I asked questions. And I asked questions to people who had done it before. And if you've never started a nonprofit, Holy. which I have not, but I watched CG go through it, which obviously they're not just going to hand those out right and left to people because, you know, they don't. It's the hardest thing I've ever done. But CG went through it to get to, oh and I remember it was like weeks and weeks, and you were just waiting and waiting and waiting. They for it told to us through. six to eight weeks. It took 11 months. Wow. 11 months of yeah. me calling the government every Monday and like, hello, remember me? CG yeah. England, Cookville, Tennessee, the exceptional being. Yeah. Um, it and was I, a nightmare. Yeah. And I remember going in some days to stop by to see you at your store and you look like somebody had just popped your balloon. Yes. I'm like, so how's the bank? You're like, I don't want to talk about I it. I don't want to talk about it. I was like, okay. But again, like I said in episode one, I told people I'm doing this. Yeah. And not only I told people, but I've told this this vulnerable population that I'm doing this. And they're so excited. Oh, my gosh. Guys, please go to the Bean if you haven't, just to, just to watch, just to sit back and take it in. It's amazing. And, yep. I mean, CGME, one day one of the Bean employees was in her store, and we watched her wheel out to her car, yeah. put herself in her car. She had wanted to work more hours. Like, yeah. you know, got everybody in America these days that, you know, nobody wants to get up and go yeah. to work. Everybody wants to work from home or this or that. These individuals want to go to work. You they know want why? it. Because they've never been given a chance. <sighs> never. gave them a chance, you know. And they have changed my life. Oh. And I, like, I'd no longer say I have to. I say I get to. I get to. And I, we all need to get so better about that. Yeah. I, I do too. I try every morning to get up and, you know, yeah. say my prayers and be thankful. Yeah. And, you know, easier said than done, you know, like for us to get down. Sure. But, man, you want to feel good. You want to you wanna see, like, God work mm-hmm. and move. Go to the bean and get a cup of coffee. Even if you don't like coffee, then other, other things. things. Throw some money. Pay for somebody behind you to have some coffee. But when I tell you that... One day when we saw, like I said, one of the Bean employees was leaving and getting in her car. CG's telling me about her wanting to work more. And like me, we, we just, we held each other and cried. I know. Like happy. I could cry right now. Happy tears. Yeah. But we held each other, like just watch, like this is what life's about, making yeah. a difference. And helping others. Helping. And, and you don't have to save the whole world. Mm, well, you can't. You got to start where you are. One thing at a time. One thing at a time. One, and, and grow. Let me tell you something. The one thing that will help you grow and be successful is to help somebody else. Yeah, you've and always said that. You've always given back too, and you as well. Yeah. I mean, like, and that's you know, we opened our businesses, and we both had the common goal of we want to be able to make a living for ourselves, and we want to give back to a community that's given to us. Yeah, without the community, you're not successful. You are nothing without both the community of us. Our businesses you. are not successful, yeah. and you. You told me this. You probably don't even remember. You never say no. So if a little sports team is coming mm-hmm. to you or a school or an organization, you said, I never say no. And I have adopted that. I never say no. Yeah. No, it may be a, a $1,000 sponsorship that I can't do right now, but I'll give you 100 Exactly. And, and most people 50. are very, very, you know, sure, we'll take what we can get. Take what we can get. Yeah. And those parents, if, let's say you're sponsoring a sports team. Those parents say, hey, 
CG's Boutique, the realty firm, has invested in my kids. I'm going to use them. I'm going to shop with her. Exactly. And and, and it all comes back. And, it all comes back. And you, it, you can't outgive God. You can't outgive God. I love that saying. It's one of my favorites. It's one of my favorites. And yes. it's, it's so true. And sometimes it doesn't make sense to give as big as, as you want to give. Mm-hmm. But if you have peace about it and you give it, it comes back. Seeing the older I've gotten in life, it's not even about it coming back monetary. It's no. the peace. Yeah. There is just something like, you know, you... you you start to get a little age on you and, you know, you've gone, gone, gone and you've driven and you've pushed everything, your business and success. And then you just want some peace. Yes. Like, and it's priceless. Peace is priceless. So yes. things may come back to you as a feeling. Like I said, I'll never forget the feeling of us hugging and crying, watching that being employee go home and yeah. be excited about having a career and a job. Yes. Yeah. Like just, you know, it's those those things in life that God gives us that it's like, you know, money can't buy this. No. You know. And it, it's like I almost feel guilty sometimes because of how good it makes me feel. Yeah. Like, wow. but it's a God thing. And, and my favorite thing about the bean, we've got a wall on the back, and it says coffee, community, character. And inside of the word community is every person's name that donated financially, yeah. that donated time, that donated their talents, their services, whatever they donated yeah. to help build the thing. Yeah, your name's on the wall. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. And then every table, every chair, everything in that building has a little plaque with people's names. You donated yeah. the couch. Yeah. Everything has a, a a person's name that helped build the bean. Mm. And my favorite thing is it's not huge corporations. It's all small local it's people. It's me and you. It's my friends. It's my sorority sisters it's michael's friends and family and his fraternity brothers and it's local small business owners but but they just wanted to give back they just want to help they just want to, they help. Just want to help and that's what it's about that's what it's about and you know you really don't you, know, you go into special needs you know there's so many levels yeah there's so many levels you know you have high high functioning, high functioning. Low, fun- mm-hmm. low functioning you know but i mean like i said the bean, and again, the bean was about growth. It yeah. was about pivoting. Yes. It was about, you know, what else is going to stir inside. You know, like yes. I said, you and Michael had some stirring in we you. We did. To do something. And my husband is living his absolute best life. He's doing what he's supposed to be doing. Yeah. He's perfect for yeah. it. I, he really is. I'm not perfect for it. Yeah. He is perfect for well, it. Well, you would have an anxiety attack. You know, I, let's be honest. I am very, I'm a hardcore boss. You I have a boss lady. I'm hard on my girls. You are. But you know what? Those girls one day will look back and be so thankful. I believe that. Susan Chaffin at Ready, Set, Grow yes. was my boss. Oh, and boy. she was Hard. And how many years has she been in business? Oh, she's still just slaying the something. game over there. And, and she's pivoted and she's changed and she's grown and mm-hmm. she has given it her all. And, and it shows, you know, it was like she went in, you know, she was a children's store. Yeah. And then it's, she's got ready, set, grow, formal. formal. And people come from all over to shop at her store. It, it, exactly. And she's 20. I was 17 working at the mall when I remember meeting her and her daughter, me and Rachel Sutton, who was yes. Rachel South then. Yes. We are related distantly. But Rachel Sutton, Morgan, her daughter, used to come and see, like she was like four, run in and hug Rachel. And so I got to know Susan from in the mall. 
where, you know. It's over the, 20 years ago. Yeah, and the mall, wow. you know, now is like a church, and yeah. I don't even, I think Penny's is still there. It is. That's, that's a whole other podcast yeah. episode. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so that is like, and so I went to work for a couple of years later, and she was hard, and she was tough, but you know what? I made it. I survived. And we're still super close. Yeah. Um, she still calls me. She's she's another one a little bit like Drew. Like, hey, um, I, have, I had a part in that. I had a part in that. I did. But seriously, you, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but you probably remember things that Susan taught you. And yes. you implement them in your business today. Yes. yes. Even Donita Hill. I got to give, I got to give Aunt Donita some credit. Yes. I mean, let me tell you something. There is nobody who will ever hustle as hard as that woman sure. has done in real estate yeah. over the years and probably still is doing. And she was doing it when women weren't even really like. She was doing it before cell phones. Yeah. She was doing it when you had to sit by your rotary phone to She's answer a trailblazer, it. trailblazer, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. MLS. There was no anything on the internet. There was a book. They all shared and passed around. You went and picked up keys. How did anything get done before, before cell, cell phones? phones? Oh, well, she did. She was one of the first people, too, I ever knew who had a bag phone <laughs> in their car. I mean, you know. But, you know, but, and let me tell you something. Donita was hard on me. Sure. Hard on me. A, I'm her family. So, you know, she's she expecting more out of me. And then, B, it was like, you did whatever it took. You grinded. Yes. You don't social life you don't need one of those uh-uh. like and she didn't I needed to be working seven days a week in that office and you did and I did yeah and it was tough and it was hard but it helped shape me now would I want to keep doing that like she's done it no but that's every individual's you know it's worked for her yes and so um and I think now she's finally gotten to the stage in her life that you know she she doesn't She's still always going to hustle. It's just in her. It's in the stout blood, man. It's sure. in the stout blood. If you know Sarah Johnson, that's my other aunt. If you know Wanda Shanks, yes. who's 89, still farming. If yes. you know my Aunt Treba, who is the, you know, real estate queen in Gallatin, where she lives, who has like, you call her today, and she's like, hi, this is Treva Lawson with Carter, <laughs> or Treva Lawson, Treva, Treva Carter with Carter Real Estate. With, and she's how you old? Know, eight, like in her 80s. Like, wow. I think, gosh, she'd be so mad if she's not in her 80s. And <laughs> my aunts are like straight up old school about that. But who no, but who plays basketball? Aunt Wanda. Aunt Wanda. Aunt Wanda. And if a lot of you out there listen to this podcast know Tiffany Davidson. Um, yes. And that's Tiffany's grandmother. Um, and she's amazing. She's amazing. She's my Aunt Wanda, and she still ha- runs a 300-plus acre cattle farm. And, and is, she's how old? In uh, her 80s? Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure she's 89 now. What? And she uh, plays basketball and volleyball <laughs> and... I mean, run circle. I, I will never be able to keep up with my aunts. Let's just it's be honest. Yeah, but you've grown up seeing that. But I've grown up seeing it, and yeah. the, and they were always tough on me. Sure. They're still tough on me. Yes, you thank know? you for bringing it back in. What we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, tough. You got to be tough, and and we always say if you expect nothing, you get nothing. Mm-hmm. So at the bean, when we were hiring these individuals, I thought, oh my gosh, we're going to have to have a job coach for everyone. We're going to have to have like someone to shadow them. We're going to have to have volunteer. Zero of them needed a job coach. Zero of them needed a, a shadow volunteer because we said, "Here's what we need you to do. This is your job," and they've done it. So and and hey, and it's like, you know, again, and, and you know, you're going to go through so many more growth phases of the yes. beans, and it, the beans going to grow. The beans going to grow. 100%. And I mean, I'm I'm saying like satellite location. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, for I'm sure. Excited. But one thing at a time, right? One yes, thing one thing at a time. So, yeah. so that was our episode on how to stay successful. Yeah, pivot, Hi. grow, roll with it, 
Change. Change. Don't be scared of change. Don't be scared. No fear. We should bring back those t-shirts. That's I'm CG's. here for it. No fear. No fear. Maybe I'll talk to Halo about starting a, a no fear line at no CG's. Fear. Shout out to Halo. Shout Tiffany. out to Halo. She's awesome. All right. So we will be back with um, episode four here episode soon. So thank you guys four. for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us today. We'll chat with you again next week.